Welcome to the Books on Air podcast. I'm Suzanne Harris, and my listeners get the story behind every book. Joining me today is Jean-Marie de la Trinité, and he's here to talk about his book, The Mystic, Trinity Series Book One, Journey of Anton Memnon to the Plains of Peace. Among other things, and Jean-Marie is so many things, he is an author, a mystical theologian, a philosopher, a spiritual guide, a novelist, a poet, and a painter. He studied classical philosophy, existentialism, and theology at Loyola University in Chicago, Hindu, Buddhist, and Sufi mystical traditions at the University of Chicago, and scripture at the University of San Francisco. Jean-Marie, welcome to Books on Air. It is such a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Suzanne. It's great and wonderful to be with you. Thanks for having me. Well, I can't wait to talk about the book, and I'm always very curious. To to me, every book has two stories. Sometimes the stories are the same, but often they're very different. The first story is the story that's obvious, the one that the reader gets as they read through the book. But there's always a second story. There's a second story about how the book came into being. How did the mystic... Oh, yes. I'm curious. How did the mystic come into being? Well, it's kind of a phenomenal story. Um, To me, it's it's a miracle. Uh, It's a miracle of grace. I've always wanted to write ever since I was uh, a small child, but I I didn't start writing until I was about uh, 14 years old or so. Uh, when I wrote my first poetry. But there was always something in me that was this urge to put things down in words. Now, I, I didn't write much um, after those the first two poems that I wrote when I was in high school at the age of 14. But there was always this kind of a burning urgency. It was like a prayer of my being uh, to be a writer. And uh, that didn't come to fruition until um, uh, much later on when I was uh, even out of college. Um, And I'd done some traveling. I had lived in monastery uh, for a while in uh, in isolation at Big Sur in California with the the Kamaldolese hermits there. Um, And actually it was there on that property during that time of retreat that something happened uh, spiritually and inspirationally and artistically within me that uh, kind of opened the floodgates to um, all the literature that that I have written following that. Uh, And the the first book uh, is uh, The Mystic. It's not necessarily the first one that that I wrote, but it's the first one in the order of the uh, series. it came about actually by grace. <laughs> I had a, a job while I was uh, living with the hermits, which was to deliver food to the retreatants um, at lunchtime. Um, and I had a little cart that I would wheel down the pathway and knock on every cell door or 
cell door and place the food in the trap door that opened. And uh, I was coming down the trail one day with my cart, and it was as though the sky itself had just opened up uh, above me, and light poured down into me, and I was simply on fire, um, not with words, not uh, not with poems, not with prose, but um, with the energy, the pure energy of creation. And I quickly delivered all those um, those luncheon trays and rushed back to my uh, cell, and there I began to write. And uh, it hasn't stopped since. But uh, the mystic comes out of that flow of spiritual energy that impacted me at that initial uh, juncture, that initial coming together of uh, God in my into my consciousness. So I think it comes from what I call a miracle of grace. I think that's the a perfect way to describe it, was, it. Yes. Go ahead. The writing of it was easy because of that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't seem to remember a particular plan. The plan of the book developed as I wrote it, um, but it was all from inspiration and, of course, from my life experience, uh, which is all that that, that it is, is a, a development of uh, my life experience as consciousness, which I've uh, put down in novel form, in the form of a novel, uh, to say something about this extraordinary uh, power of grace to open human consciousness. So... I don't. That's a lot of words. <laughs> I don't forgot to what you anything you could understand. No, it takes a lot of words to describe that that process and what happens. How many books are yeah. in the Trinity series? Thirty. Thirty. Um, yes, thirty. Actually, um, I actually there's fifty, but the the, the first part is this uh, 30-volume 30, 30 series, uh, and now I'm writing the second part, which I just finished uh, on Sunday. Wow. And that has, that has um, uh, 20 more books to it. Jean-Marie, that is prolific. <laughs> It's yeah. prolific. <laughs> and I watched your video. You have a video on one of your websites that we'll talk about in a few moments. But I watched right. a video that talks about your writing process. Do you use the same writing process every day? Yes, it's it's a part of my being, actually. It's, it's who I am as a writer. Um the, the only decision I make to write is that is time of day. Uh, I write a little bit in the morning, a little bit around the noon hour, and a little bit in the evening. Now that doesn't all that doesn't happen every day, but it generally works out that way. I write uh, in three sessions per day. But um, yeah, so, and and it's not something that uh, I. <laughs> I have to strive for, I open myself in prayer, and then I sit down and write. That's what I was wondering. I thought that the words just flow, don't they? 
Yes, absolutely, they do. Let's yes, give do. let's give our listeners a little overview of the mystic about the story of Anton. Oh well, um, Anton of all my characters, I, I, not because he's the first necessarily, but oh, maybe it is because he's the first one. But he's like my favorite. I shouldn't have favorites among my characters because they don't appreciate it. I'm sure, <laughs> but. Um, but I and they know. Um, <laughs> 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 but Aton is uh he's like the spirit of myself. And uh his life journey mirrors mine in consciousness, not not in the uh facts of his life, but in the the develop the developmental process of his conscious or super superconscious development. Um, and the novel is is not a novel so much of outward activity. It's not a, a plot-based novel, so to speak. It's it's more interior. It's more consciousness-based. Now, plenty happens uh, exteriorly or objectively, but the real drama is um, the development of Atom's consciousness uh, to the point that he is divine consciousness itself. And, of course, this is what so many people search for today. I mean, it's all over the Internet and all over the news, and anywhere you turn, you find people who are looking for um, uh, superconsciousness, awareness, they call it, spiritual awakening, spiritual enlightenment. And uh, that's the journey that Atan goes through. And as it so happens, it coincides with... Um, the uh, process of the world itself coming to an end uh, and to a rebirth. So um, he he himself is the interior key to what's happening in in the world around him. He is the spiritual or conscious or aware center of this whole thing. He's the heart of this, uh, of the movement of the world that's going to its end to be, um, to be recreated. And, and that's been his experience through his life. He's, uh, he goes through a, a series of births and deaths, constant birth and constant dying. And that, that's simply the experience of, that's simply human experience uh, that's uh, magnified on a superconscious level. But in our everyday life, we all go through the same process of uh, many, uh, I mean, small, M-I-N-I, lives, births, and deaths. So um, that's uh, that's essentially his his function in the novel. Now, you are such a multi-talented individual. I introduced you at the beginning, and two of the things that I said were that you were an artist, a painter, and that you were a poet. You have designed the book cover of The Mystic. Tell me about the book cover and how the design came about. That also happened um, at Big Sur, where I was uh, in Hermitage. It's it's a study of the faith of of, uh, Christ. Uh, and I just 
music as the as the cover for the book. I painted it while I was at at six. No, I didn't paint that at Pixar. I'm sorry. I painted earlier paintings that were leading up to this particular image while I was at Big Sur, but then when I was um, in San Francisco a few years later, this is when this painting came to reality. Um, yeah, I love it very much. It's, I hate to say it, but it's probably my favorite of my paintings. It's very striking. <laughs> it's very Thank striking. That, that's one of the reasons I wanted to mention it, because I thought it was striking. You also included in the mystic some poetry. Yes. You might say poetry is my first love, um, because the first poems, the first uh, things I wrote were two small poems, and uh, it was my idea or my passion to write poetry. Um, and I have written a little, I had written a little bit over the years, but nothing like what happened uh, after this experience I told you that, that occurred at uh, Big Sur. Once that happened, then the floodgates of poetry opened, and um, they have not closed since. So um, just to give you an idea, um, <laughs> I've written um, 12,000 sonnets alone. <laughs> and, <laughs> wow. 12,000? Yeah, yes. Tw- well, more than that, it's... It's over 12,000. I don't know quite how many there, but I'd say around 12. It's 12,000 plus. And I've written an epic. Uh, this is all a part of um, uh, Trinity, uh, of which uh, The Mystic is the first volume. And I've written a, an epic of uh, 3,000 pages of uh, 36 lines per page of rhyming iambic pentameter. So that's my epic poem. And... Um, and philosophy and theology, all of it goes into um, developing the personality of Avatar Memnon, what he is as a as a um, spiritual being and all the aspects of his being. So he's a philosopher, he's a poet, he's a novelist, he's a singer, he's a dancer, he's an actor, uh, he's a painter, he's a painter, he's all of that. Um, so... Yes, that's he is uh, he is the core of the whole series. It, it's all like um, uh, the reflections from a prism. Adam Memnon is the prism, and the light of God that strikes him are all these various rays flashing out in different forms of art. Oh, what a beautiful analogy! Yeah. That's a beautiful yeah. analogy, and immediately oh, I saw you. that in my mind. Yeah, that's that's lovely. I would expect nothing less. I mean, the things that you have described, uh, your mind is just one of those wonderful minds that has been touched, and you are experiencing some amazing things. When you were writing the mystic in particular and the trinity in general, did you have an audience in mind? Was there was, were there people that you were thinking about who might read the book when you were writing? Oh yes, um, people like myself, people who are um, on the road to a spiritual awakening if they haven't already arrived there, and just want to continue 
on the path and continue in, in their growth. Um, I want to encourage people to realize that there is no end to spiritual growth. Once we step onto that path, there is no end. We, we stay on it until we transition to the next world. Um, and that's, these are the people I want to, uh, to, um, to read the work so that they might be encouraged, um, you know, by the experience of Atan in his, in his life, his life journey. They see in him a person who is completely open-ended, uh, not close to any um, experience except uh, uh, to not be a nasty person, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so we want to have. He wants to be. He wants to close himself off from any anything shady, anything evil, and he wants to do good in the world. But above all, he wants to become good. He wants to be goodness itself. And good is just another name for what, what we call God. Uh, it's integral being. It's complete uh, reality. It's the realization of all things beautiful. And uh, one of the great driving forces of his life is the quest for beauty. Um, it, it, might be, it, it, it probably stands out. Uh, even above the idea of just of spirituality itself, his quest is really for beauty, and he defines he uh, thinks of God within himself as pure beauty, and uh, that that that's the the spiritual groundwork of of um, his becoming an artist in all these various in all these different ways, because for him all the arts are expressions of beauty as are as is nature as is love, uh, as is the human experience. It, it, it's all beauty. So that's where he, that's where he is. He, he stands at the, uh, at the center of God consciousness as beauty. Well, I like that. Now, I'm sure, I mean, we have talked about so many things. I'm sure our listeners are saying, all right, where can I find the book? Let me tell you. It is available on Amazon. All you have to do is go to Amazon, and I'm going to shorten the title for you, because if you put in simply The Mystic, and that's spelled M-Y-S-T-I-C by Jean, J-E-A-N hyphen Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Day, D-E, La, L-A, Trinité, T-R-I-N-I-T-E. Click on it. Exactly right. Yes. Thank you. I've worked on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a mouthful, I know. <laughs> oh, it's, I, I, you know, I always really try to make sure I can pronounce an author's name correctly because I respect authors so much. I never want to mispronounce their name. So I really worked at pronouncing La Trinité, De La Trinité. <laughs> I worked on my pronunciation. So thank you very much for noticing. Now, all you have to do is put The Mystic by Jean-Marie De La Trinité in that search feature. Click on it and you'll see the wonderful cover that he has drawn. And in the upper right-hand corner, if you've never been to Amazon before, if you've never done this before, 
in the representation of the cover in that right hand corner you see two words it says look inside if you simply touch your cursor and click on those two words the book will electronically open and what that means is that you'll be able to see inside the book and you'll be able to f to read a really nice nice excerpt you can also buy it right there on the same page now Jean-Marie I know that some of our listeners would prefer to buy their books elsewhere because they feel like Amazon is the huge um, 300, 800 pound gorilla in booksellers <laughs> right now. So they would yeah, like to yeah. give, they would like to give their, their buying power to a smaller organization. Is there somewhere else that they could buy a copy of The Mystic? Oh, yes. Uh, uh, it can be purchased at Barnes and Noble. Uh, you just go to their website and uh, put in The Mystic with some portion of my name. Uh, it will come up, and you can purchase it there. Uh, it's also available on my um, my own website, uh, which is www.jmtrinite. Now, what else is on that website? Because you have several websites that I looked at when I was preparing for the interview. Tell me what's on the www.jmtrinity.com website. Oh, that has, uh, it's like my life history <laughs> is, is on that website. Um, I'd like to actually look, look at it myself so that I don't lead anyone astray. I think there's a blog there, and I think there is a wonderful yes. video of you yes, right there. Yes, on that first page. Yes. There are reviews of the, of the book. Um, uh, there's information about myself. There is a blog um, in which people can participate and can leave comments. And, uh, and I will respond if, if I'm able to. And uh, and the book book can be purchased there. And that's uh, yeah, that's about it. That's, and it has a media gallery which has some of my videos, uh, which are also able to be found on YouTube. How could they find them on so, YouTube, Jean Marie? Okay, well, you would just go to YouTube. And uh, type in my name, Jean-Marie de la Trinité. And there it is. There you and, are. Uh, and, yeah, and then things will pop up uh, from my, my site, yes. That introductory video, I felt like when I called you and we started the interview, I felt like I knew you. You'd done such a good job with that introductory video. So I encourage our listeners to go to your website and, and look at that video. I think it's always so powerful to be able to see the author and to hear their voice. Yeah, this is this is your work. You are doing a tremendous amount of work around this area. I want to give you the opportunity to give some final thoughts to our listeners when they become readers and they purchase their copy of the Mystic and they read, and they come to the end and they close the back cover either electronically or physically for the last time. What do you want them? to take away 
from that first book in the Trinity series? I think the very first thing I want people to take away is a sense of openness um, to what is possible. The, uh, that the, the heart itself be open to infinite possibilities. Now, that becomes concrete in, in the rest of the volumes that are written because you can go on reading. I mean, the, the mystic is not the, is not the end. It's uh, really the introduction, uh, even though it stands alone and, uh, of course, can be read as a, you know, as a, a piece unto itself. But it, it really is the beginning. It's the opening of the door. And behind that door is a universe of other thought and poetry and drama. So, and all of it geared, geared toward the uh, perfection of human consciousness, um, the heart of wisdom and love uh, in humanity, in mankind. Jean-Marie, you are inspirational. You are fun to talk to. It has just been an absolute delight to have you as my guest today on Books on Air. Thank you. You you as well. Wonderful to talk with you. Thank Thank you, Susan. My pleasure. Now remember, you can find your copy of The Mystic by Jean-Marie de la Trinité on Amazon. You've been listening to the Books on Air podcast brought to you on webtalkradio.net. You can also hear this podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Suzanne Harris, and I hope that you'll join me for our next Books on Air podcast. Because remember, you never know who's going to be here, and you never know what we're going to talk about. Thank you so much for listening.